0: back to the pitch pod everyone i am jeff stebbins your host and joining me as always is the jan man joe janner joe how are you doing this evening
1: i'm doing well jeff glad to be here part pitch pod inside today if From our last time out, it's good to be back inside and having a conversation across the line here. So yes, as always, happy to be here.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, If you saw some of our previous footage, Joe and I were out facing the elements in the press booth of a MLS match, and it was a fun time. We hope to do that again uh, relatively soon. But as you saw in the title, the description, we are going to talk about El Clasico, the Barcelona v Real Madrid matchup that is always exciting, always fun to watch. But before we do that, we need to go back and review our previous match and look at our predictions from that. So, Joe, can you kind of t- run us through that Man City v Red Bulls matchup that we had previously made predictions for?
1: For sure. Wow. We we both picked Manchester City to win that, right? Looking back. I think you had one nil. And I had two nil. But what I had to look a couple times, really, to to see the seven goals and then five goals by Holland. Dominating performance by Manchester City team to go ahead and go on to the next round of the Champions League.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I feel a little bit foolish thinking back to what I said at the previous podcast. Podcast, um, but. Going into this matchup, they're the first leg of this Champions League matchup, they drew 1-1 against the Red Bulls. So I was thinking going into this and, and, and Man City, I mean, they've kind of – I don't want to say they're in a slump, but they've had their ups and downs. So I feel kind of foolish thinking that it would be a close game, and then we have that as our outcome, Joe. You don't see
1: that every day. I mean, that's that's a dominating performance. Anytime – a team scores seven goals against an opposition in a match of that caliber, right? It's not, it wasn't even league play; it's a it's a big Champions League match to go through. You know, as you said, one one. I don't think there's really a whole lot of indications that we would see that, and so I, I would call it a surprise result.
0: Yeah, and at the very least, uh, at least we picked Man City. We both picked Man City to win, so uh, you know that I feel a little bit better about that. But yeah, can, obviously. We can get the man of the match out of the way. Joe, who's your man of the match?
1: Holland. Five goals. Champions League match. No questions.
0: My man of the match is, yeah, it's Holland, right? (laughs) Pretty straightforward. When someone scores five goals, how are they not your man of the match? But can you kind of take us through Holland and, and what was going on that game? How he was able to get five goals against a team in the Champions League that, you know, they had previously tied with.
1: Well, he got to open up his account but with a chance of the spot and converts that to go up 1-0. And then even that second opportunistic, a shot off the crossbar that he was able to be just within the six to finish and, and similar finishes and goals throughout. I think you commented and we talked about this before, maybe even that last one, a little bit suspect in terms of the goalkeeping. But again, he's in the right place at the right time to convert. That's what he does. He scores goals.
0: <laughs> That's true. He does. He does. Um, you know, sometimes more often than others. And and I've, I've kind of questioned Holland from time to time. Obviously, he's a great player, but, you know, all the hype around him, I've kind of questioned. And I know Joe's a fan of him. So this is kind of Joe's day to, you know, throw the pie in my face. But as you said, when I went back to watch this game, the game, you know uh, he got the pk of course you know it's you shouldn't miss a pk at this level so you know there's a goal right there that's pretty easy straight ahead the second goal you right place right time you're right he was there but literally the ball bounced off the crossbar right to his feet right in front of the goal that's pretty fortunate pretty fortunate and there was a couple goals i like the header from the cross i i felt like the defense Should have done more to challenge for that, but that was a great goal, great header. Um, And then the one that we kind of both looked at, I know we talked about this previously. What was going on with the keep for the Red Bulls? I mean, literally, if you watch that, he, instead of grabbing it, which he could have done and, and held on to possession, he punched it straight out, right? Not up, not to the side, not... But straight in front of him, he punched it out right to Holland right in front of the goal. Like, what was going on with the defense and the keep for the Red Bulls? It it was just, it was terrible.
1: And that one in particular, I I saw it in real time, went back and watched it in slow motion. And I just felt like the strike that came off the Manchester City player should have, yeah, it looked like I thought, why not handle the ball there? And, of course, goalkeeping one-on-one, if you will, if you're going to parry the ball, it's up and away and out. Definitely not straight back middle, and definitely not when you know the Terminator is stalking the box, looking for these opportunities. Already had scored for, and he's be, I yeah, it's it's tough. I, I don't want to be too critical against the Leipzig team that had found themselves that far, but it's a little bit suspect. In, yeah. In a sense from what we saw.
0: Yeah, from the from the limited goalkeeping experience we have, I know not to do that. <laughs> So, so, so I, I don't know what was going on there. And then later in the game, um, there was also a questionable call that, um, you know, I don't think it would have amounted to a whole lot, but it, when the keeper came out of the box for Man City and tackled the Red Bulls player, I've seen other keeps do that. And maybe in slow motion, he's, he's on the ball and it was clean Maybe. But when I've seen other keeps do that and go on that hard for the tackle way outside the box, they always get a card, if at, at least a yellow card. So did you get a chance to review that, or am I off base here and it was just a really clean tackle? Talk about City's Keeper involved yes. in –
1: I I didn't see. He motioned afterwards that he thought he had made a play on the ball. It looked to me in real time again and in slow motion that there was no intent to play the ball. And it was a foul. And in that case, very tactical. And it's somewhat reckless. So it's a yellow card, at least going back to look. I think that there was defending players in position. I don't think it's an obvious, not an obvious goal scoring chance that would have, you know, needed to be a red card in that instance. But definitely a foul and probably yellow for me.
0: Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it too. Yeah, it's just strange a strange game. Things happening left and right that you wouldn't expect. But the Terminator, Joe, the Terminator five goals, that was pretty amazing. So, um yeah, is there anything else we need to talk about for that game? I mean, I I wish there was more, but really it it just kind of an embarrassment for the Red Bulls.
1: I think what it does, it's probably great for opposition that's going to be facing Manchester City coming up to look back at that and see again. Just a reminder, if they hadn't got the memo of what Holland can do, and we've talked about this before, you have to plan to prevent him with those opportunities. So is it letting Manchester City have the ball, being okay with them, building out the back? Maybe you have two players that, in a sense, will press, not overly Ambitious in it, but just to, as they say, the it's maybe somewhat of a cliche, make the play predictable to get the play to, out to wide areas where maybe middle middle they could force the ball back in and win in those opportunities. So, I, and again, De Bruyne, you have a midfielder that's marking him. You you know where he is in the sense. I think that's the biggest takeaway from not only this game but the whole campaign with Manchester City. When De Bruyne is in this lineup, Manchester City is much better. I, I don't know if that's a hot take or that's anything that nobody else is talking about. But I, I think that's important to recognize. And my point being, again, this is a game where you're going to see a lot. Opposition can go back and look and see, again, what are the ways and means to to keep Manchester City from scoring? It, by by seeing so many ways that they were able to do it, aside from the fact that, again, the goalkeeper, you're hoping will handle the ball when needed and be a little bit more reliable. Yeah, Other, than that, yeah. Other than that, I think that's pretty much the gist of that game. They go on. We'll see the draw to see how – where. Manchester City fairs into their next part of the competition with you, with the Champions League, so that's that's exciting to continue to follow where they go and how this competition, the Champions League, goes about the rest of the campaign.
0: Absolutely, and I and I think you're onto something there. I think maybe because the Red Bulls aren't part of the EPL, they haven't had as much exposure and experience dealing with Man City and 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 how to handle Holland. So that could be a big part of it because he was really hot early in the season, but teams have kind of changed their approach when they go against man city. And I don't want to say they're completely shutting him down, but he had zero goals against crystal palace recently. And then he had five against the Red Bulls. So that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Looking ahead, Joe, this, this is one of my favorite matchups to cover. I love La Liga teams. I love Real Madrid, Barcelona. What are you expecting for this upcoming match?
1: You're here this phase of the season where you have Barcelona number one and Real Madrid below them too. You would hope maybe that the separation of points wasn't much to that. Maybe this could be a determining factor of who is in first, not the case. I think Real Madrid, a little bit more in form than Barcelona to some extent, could go out and and go and get those important three points to keep themselves within this contest, to keep themselves a contender to win La Liga this year. So I think that they're playing for a lot. Obviously Barcelona in the same sense is going to be playing to keep that distance. So you're going to, with all the buildup, with all the hype of this type of match, it's going to, it should be exciting. Really looking forward to it.
0: I think so. I think so. Obviously Barcelona, big advantage, home game. They're a great team. Anyone can score on their team. I, you know, If they get a PK opportunity, I think Lewandowski is probably going to get the call to take it. And he's a great player um, in his own right. So Barcelona's got so many weapons. On the Madrid side, we have Vinicius Jr. We have Benzema as the main goal scorers. But they have a lot of threats as well. So I think this could be a really well-contested game with... Multiple goals being scored, not just a one-nil or a one-one. I think it could be um, quite a bit more than that.
1: Did you want to go further with a prediction on the of uh, the result, or did was that a setup for for Joe to go ahead and
0: be first up? That, that's a setup for Joe to go ahead and, and be. Okay.
1: first Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, yes. I do believe that, uh, if, of course, in this type of game, that multiple goals can be scored. Whether or not and how and who, I think it's going to, though, in order for the winner to come from this, I think it's going to come from outside of even those particular goal scorers that you mentioned for these teams. I think in this type of game, that's where other role players step up and, and help produce, and you're going to see a goal from outside of that. So, you know, Real Madrid, again, I'm going back to my initial thought, my initial statement, thinking that they're just a slight bit better form with what they've been doing in the competitions that they've been a part of. But yes, you suggest um playing away at Barcelona. It's a tough contest, but I still have Real Madrid winning this, Jeff. And while not maybe, I think two-one. I think I think I see a two-one win for Real Madrid. This.
0: Yeah, that I could see that. I could see that happening. And and you're right. They're in better form. Benzema, Vinny Jr. They're they're doing great. Um, Barcelona's had a couple key losses lately, so maybe that momentum has slowed down a little bit. I, I'm thinking along the lines of that you are as well, but I think it's going to be really difficult for Real Madrid to win this in an away game. So I'm going to go two to two draw.
1: Okay. And I, I can see that as well. I think probably. Good for Real Madrid, if that was a result, I think they would be happy with that since it's not – they get the one point, but it's still just enough of a difference between the two that it, they got to be going for it. I think that was my point, is I think you're going to see a game where there's two teams going for it, maybe more so Real Madrid, maybe not from the whistle, the get-go, the kickoff, but once they kind of find their rhythm, find their tempo of what they want to do, I think you could see them surprise Barcelona and get a goal early or or score one – draw level by the half and then find a winner late. That's I mean, I'll kind of put myself out there to even give a further level of, of result prediction, but I'm, I'm still sticking with Real Madrid winning 2-1, but a 2-2 draw is possible.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I'll just go ahead and say, I think Vin- Vinicius Jr., Vinny Jr., I think he's going to get one. I think Benzema's going to get one. I think Lewandowski's going to get one for Barcelona. That, the second Barcelona goal, I have a feeling it's going to be a different player uh but i think lewandowski comes away with one
1: okay so all the top goal scorers getting one for themselves good for them
0: i think so i think think it could come down to a pk and, and easy an easy way to get one but uh that's i see that kind of playing out that way so uh any last final thoughts joe before we you know kind of hang up the podcast for tonight
1: no, good. As always, happy to be a part of it and looking forward to see how this result turns out and continue to provide content.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully you guys enjoy what we're doing. Please like and subscribe. That's the best way to support us here at The Pitch Pod. And as always, keep pitching out there, everyone. In a game. The
1: round ball, round posts, anything can happen.